This is Zay Jones, and you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the Epic Roster Watch Podcast, brought to you by RosterWatch.com. I'm Alex Dunlap here, of course, with the Trash Man. This is the Week Four Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. Also uh, streaming live on YouTube. If you guys have questions, get them in the YouTube chat. We'll answer them throughout the course of the show. Um, you know, and if you have players that you're interested in, maybe talking about dropping. Um, whether or not it's worth dropping any of these guys for any of the guys that are on the waiver wire cheat sheet, you can put them in there. I have a little bit of a list that I've got going just from some questions I've already seen from our pro members over at roster watch in the comments section, but certainly happy to add on to that. And we can give our advice about whether it's time to time to keep or drop some of these dudes. Also another reminder, uh, starting, I guess this week, maybe next week, Byron will be doing the trade cast again. And it's probably our most popular in season podcast as far as I'm concerned, it's the most valuable podcast in season-long fantasy football with um, all the advice he's able to give about the, the various trade markets. And so we're going to put that on the main podcast feed right here where you're listening. But here's what we need. We've been told by man, upper management, upper management, who's basically <laughs> basically our other partner here that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't go on any of the shows or anything like that. Uh, we need more ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts. So if you're listening to this on Apple podcasts, give a rating and a review. If we see that tick up to where we get, you know, 10, 20 reviews a week, we're going to be good to keep the trade cast here on the main feed. Otherwise it will be going behind the paywall for our pro members at rosterwatch.com. So uh, make sure and rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. I hate to come out with it. Hate, hate to come out with a threat like that. I start with a threat. We're, 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 we're legit threatening you guys to take away Tyron's trade cast, which is awesome if you don't get the reviews coming in on Apple Podcasts. So, Trash Man, now that we've sufficiently threatened our audience. <laughs> I always like going to on, the podcast with a threat. <laughs> we're going to take it away from you. Get the reviews in. Okay. That's how I start all my conversations. Okay. And, look, if, if you watch on YouTube um, – we didn't get a uh, we didn't get an edict on high about anything on YouTube, but we certainly would appreciate any any thumbs ups or comments or anything like that that you guys do have if you're watching there. All right, trash man, uh, just macro. I always miss mess this up. Macro is like the overall view, right? The the, yeah. the, the ten thousand foot view. So the ten thousand foot view, I I think on this slate is it's a better waiver wire than we have had. It's a better waiver wire than we've had. It's one where there are some legitimate players this week that could be available in your league. My only concern is this. When I look at the waiver wire cheat sheet that's now up over at Roster Watch and, and trash me to put it in, I've, I've made a few changes to it. My only concern is that, the, you know, the guys at the very top, some of the – and it's, it's running backs, right? It's Khalil Herbert, of course, who went absolutely bananas uh, for the Chicago Bears after David Montgomery goes down with what they're saying is – I guess ankle and possibly knee. Um, 
on ProFootball.com's website, SixScore.com, pro, the Pro Football Doc is talking about probably at least a few weeks' absence for David Montgomery, which, I mean, we were able to see what Khalil Herbert was able to do on just 60% of snaps this last week. I mean, this dude – I mean, people talk about the 157 rushing yards, but I mean, this dude also had two two targets, 22 total touches for 169, and a couple of touchdowns. Trash man, I mean, you were at Bears camp. Khalil Herbert looked better than David Montgomery has looked maybe ever in his life. I, mean, I, I, David I, I know it was against. He was good at camp. He did look good at camp, but I mean, Khalil Herbert is just a more efficient runner. If you look at what they did last season, um. Herbert had virtually the same statistics with, you know, uh, 40% less carries or touches. Um, he's just a more efficient, he's a more efficient player. And so him getting a whole complement of snaps, um, I mean, it's, it's going to be, um, it's going to be him and was it Tri- uh, Tristan? Tr- Tristan Ebner from Baylor. Ebner, yeah. Yeah. Um, Abner looked good at camp too, though. Um, so I mean, but even if Herbert's getting seventy-five percent of touches, he's he's going to do a lot of damage with him. The Bears get the Giants next week. I'm looking at the matchup tool. The early matchup tool has the Bears facing the number ten matchup for opposing running backs next week in the New York Giants. I mean, the one thing you will say though is that it's you know they're a they're a road underdog in this game which i think might change trash man i think that the i think that your cowboys did a little bit to maybe (laughs) do a little bit to influence the public perception of the of the new york giants last night but um i mean who didn't who didn't think that who didn't think that was a ruse what the what the what the what the two and oh giants yeah, come on. Yeah. Uh, but so Khalil Herbert, he's going to get a couple weeks of runway here. It's going to be a good matchup next week. Probably once we get our initial rankings in Trash Man, I'm going to assume you're going to have Khalil Herbert in, in, in your top 24. So yeah. I, I think that, you know, he's, he's going to be a suitable immediate running back to with upside to possibly look, this is a new, this is a whole new organization that the Chicago Bears have, right? GM, head football coach, everything on down. They have no ties to David Montgomery, who could, you know, looks to be very well be gone after this next year that they could want to see what they have in Khalil Herbert. I mean, it's just hard to put that genie back in the bottle. My question to you, trash man, before I answer, we got some questions here in the chat already and, and, and we'll get to you guys. We promise. But if Jamal Williams, if Jamal Williams is available, we talked about him last week, how you should pick him up. If he was available, he was just outside of the, um, just outside of the kind of, what, what is our limit on this? Like 55%? percent. He's at, he's running about 62% right now. Right. And we talked about him last week. Dude, I played him last week. I played him in DFS, which was awesome at, at 0.05, at 0.054% owned in the, um, in the 153 max over on, over on DK. So it was, it was, it was a, it was a smash, you know, a total smash for Jamal Williams. Um, it looks like Deandre Swift is set to miss some time as well. So with that being the case, if if for some reason Jamal Williams and Khalil Herbert are both available on your waiver wire, which I don't think is the case for a lot of people w- watching it or listening to this, because generally if you're watching it or listening to this, you're probably in a competitive league, right? Um, but if they're both available, I, I know we probably have some listeners out there who you know, both of them are going to be available. Do you lean one way or the other and take any kind of keeper consideration out of this? Because I, I think, I think if it's in a league where you can pick these guys up off a of free agency and keep them with your you know, 13th round pick or something next year, 
certainly I'd pick up Khalil Herbert and I would just hold him for the dur- duration to see if, you know, I could have like a fourth rounder or something next year if David Montgomery's gone and he's the clear yeah. lead back for Chicago. But it, with I mean, without I that being being slightly to uh, to Jamal Williams, just because I think I think he's on the better offense. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> you think? I mean, <laughs> you think? It's just, yeah. uh, I mean, okay. he's going to be in scoring position more often than Khalil Herbert, Herbert would be with the Bears. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and the, and you know, on other defenses, I mean, the, the angle on stopping Herbert, um, it's it, yeah. Yeah. I okay. Um, we got thanks. Thanks to Johnny Dimes and Michael Y in the in the comments for yeah, Michael. I, I did want my Henley today. I wore my, <laughs> my Janet Jackson T-shirt. Oh, there you go. That's cool. I could I could only see the I could see the top of it. I thought it was maybe like the like the top of some mountain or something like that. It's, 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 a mountain it's a, mountain of pop music. Yeah. Uh, okay. So lifelong Longhorn says he got a trade request yesterday. He'd give AJ Brown for Derrick Henry. <sighs> His other wide receivers on his squad are Jamar Chase, Amari Cooper, Rashad Bateman, Curtis Samuel. Montgomery was his running back, too. I, I mean, I, I, I don't mind getting Derek. I, you know, I don't mind getting Derek Henry on that. I mean, if if I have Derek, if I have, if I have, yeah, Derek I mean, Henry, he's, he's deep at wide receiver. Yeah, Jamar and Montgomery Chase, was his RB two. Man, Bateman. Whew, what, it, it, what a, it makes sense. Bateman, what a what a let down that was this 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 last week man he, he's 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 gonna get cornbread taken by mark andrews a few times this this year i think trash man um yeah, isaiah likely yeah what about okay so do we consider alexander madison in a separate tier because you know dalvin cook goes out of this game it's the same shoulder injury that he's had and if you listen to the twitter doctors they're talking about how he's gonna be able to put on a brace on that shoulder and hopefully play through it. To me, what my spidey senses – Is he day-to-day? Did they say that? Yeah. From what my spidey senses tell me, though, he's he's going to get hurt again, and it might not even be that shoulder. It's probably going to be an ankle or something. It's going to be something else. And then all of a sudden they're going to say, damn it, just shut Dalvin down until he's completely healthy again. I mean, that could very well be the case. Either way, I mean, Alex Madison needs to be owned. I mean, it kind of goes without saying – yeah, yeah. Um, at least once a season, it always comes in handy having okay. him on your roster. Um, let's see. Uh, ben is asking trade away James Robinson in a keeper league for Austin Eckler. I would uh, yes, I would certainly do that. Yeah, I would certainly do that. I look, I know James Robinson's been great. I know he's a top 10. I actually haven't pulled in the new stats yet. I'll do that right after I get off here. But I would imagine after this week, he's top 10, top eight. Um, as far as you know, fantasy point scoring from the running back position, but they're going to get ETN going through the course of this year. They also, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, James, James, Rob, you realize James Robinson after this year, if it's a keeper league, we have no clarity on, on where, he, where, where he's going to be next year. Is it going to be here? Are they going to, I mean, they're going to pay him money. Uh, I just I don't really know, especially with ET in there. And this is this is an epic buy low spot for Austin Eckler. I mean, what are we really worried about any player that Austin Eckler has behind him? I mean, it's a great buy, buy low spot. People are so worried about Justin Herbert and the offense hasn't looked good. And they just lost Rashawn Slater and everything else like that. But man, Eckler's the kind of guy who you actually use to disguise those sorts of shortcomings in your offense, right? He's the kind of guy who could be the extension of the run whenever the, 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 the you know, your tra- traditional methods aren't there. So I would certainly, yes, I would trade away James Robinson for Austin Eckler in a keeper league. There, there's some people in the, there's some people in the, um, 
there's some people in the chat saying that they think that that's crazy uh, or that they say, hell no, don't do it to me. And just like, I can't believe I would be on such a, a completely opposite side of it. To me, I would, I would click. I'm always going to go. For, I'm always going to go for the player who literally three weeks ago. And look, I mean, our process here at roster watch is it's a Bayesian process. As, as we get new information, we're not, we're not going to be locked in our takes at, at all. We're going to adjust. That's what we do, right? That's what we're here talking things out. But I, I mean, still, it's like th- three weeks ago, we're talking about a guy that was going top four overall in fantasy drafts versus a guy that went like ninth round who still has who's, who still has Travis Etienne lurking. Whenever, I mean, who, I mean, what, I would I'm say like, like he was going ninth round because of the you know he was coming off of the the injury, and that's he, he's kind of shown that that's not as big of a deal as we thought it would be. Well, I get it. I get it. But I mean, for me, I have James Rob, dude, I have James Robinson in one league where I also have Clyde Edwards, he And I'm just like, well, Jesus Christ, how can I trade both these guys away high? You know, I'd like to, I, you know, and that league, I would love to get the stability of somebody that's been underperforming like Austin Eckler and just hope he can return to, I mean, hope he can return to form down, down, down the stretch. Um, let's see. Uh, so, the, these guys are saying that they're, this James Robinson Eckler stuff. It's pretty. It's pretty. They're saying. That, I mean, Michael Weiss saying he's like, I don't know. I'm I'm out on Eckler. He asked for less opportunities. I, I understand that, but it's like it's at some point. Who is he going to cede opportunities to? Isaiah Spiller's hurt. Larry Roundtree's on the practice squad. I mean, the, what are the Joshua Kelly, Sony Michelle, Sony Michelle? I mean. Come on, dude. This is like this is that's the AFC West. Those games are about to get high flying and competitive. Herbert's going to get back to normal, and you're going to be like, are you, like, are, are we kidding ourselves here? Um, I mean, I know you got to win games now, but you just, you know, what about further down here at the at the running back spot? Um, you, you know, we talked about the three kind of highest priority guys. I thought it was, you know, somebody in the chat mentioned Jarek McKinnon. I've talked about him on the serious show this weekend. He was a guy who I actually, what I did, trash me. I did something idiotic. I I dropped Alexander Madison and picked up Jarek McKinnon before the Whoa. start of the before the start of the games <laughs> this last week. Just saying, you know, just saying, like, well, you know, here's here's one guy who's a clear backup, and here's another dude in Jarek McKinnon who I, who I've kind of watched ticking up a little bit in that Casey offense. Well, um, they, tr- they seem he seems to be the back that they trust the most. He, well, I, I I think they I think they trust Clyde the most. You but think they, I, well, I mean, McKinnon was getting the, was getting the goal line touches. Clyde, had, but Clyde, Clyde had the touchdown, but he had Clyde had zero yards this week in a in a, in a touchdown. Just, I mean, I think I was looking at the snap counts, but let me make sure that I'm right about that. His total, his total rushing yards, because I know his receiving yards. Um, I think his receiving yards made up for some of it, but in week three, so Clyde edwards Lear was in on forty percent of snaps. So 39 total yards. He had 12 touches for um, for one touchdown. But I believe I think, it, dude, I think his rushing line was seven rushes for zero yards and a touchdown. Because when I saw it, I said, "Well, how, how's how, how's that even possible?" So yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was just the touchdown. Yeah. Um, so I, I think McKinnon's a good pickup. Like Brian Robinson is on here as well. I figure if you're in a competitive league, he's probably rostered. But I think in that tier of that kind of sub 10% and all the free agent acquisition bu- bu- uh, budget bids are in the sheet the Trash Man's put together. But I think in that sort of 10%-ish 
sort of bid range. I think that Brian Robinson's a great pickup right now. If you don't feel like you're going to be able to get in on, um, or if you're on the back of the waiver order where you know that you know you're not getting Cleo Herbert, you're not getting any of these other guys, I think that Brian Robinson would be a, a great pickup now. As he is, I mean, they've been talking about him coming back in week five for a really long time. Um, but I, I, I'm kind of with Trash Man. If I had them all to choose from right now, not keeper league sensitive, I, I would go Jamal Williams because we know that the Lions, I believe, have a week six bye. And Dan Campbell's already said that, you know, they want Swift out through through the bye. So we're, we're talking about a guy who's going to be out till week seven. We're going to get a we're going to get a, run, a, a solid running back, too, for the time in, in between there. I do realize that for most of you, Jamal Williams is not available. Um, any, any of these other running backs you want to talk about before we move on to wide receiver trash man? Because I feel like wide receiver doesn't, you know, not quite as much right there at the top in that kind of top free agent budget spend or in that top sort of waiver wire spend. Um, Nobody terribly excited. I mean, Justice Hill did look good for Baltimore. It does look like he's the number two back right now in Baltimore. Um, look at this guy, Sir Surya Paulson. He's saying he's 0-3 right now with Herbert, Cook, Najee, Amon Rod, Jamar Chase, Andrews, and Aaron Jones. <laughs> How are you 0-3 with that team? You know, here's the thing, dude. Don't panic with that team. You got you got you got regression coming your way with a whole lot of these players. Uh, most certain, I mean, dude, Jamar Chase is gonna. I can't believe Jamar Chase didn't go Pam versus the first the Jets. That was that was disappointing. Um, it was it was all big Tyler Boyd action, which brings us to wide receivers. And none of these guys up here at the very top, but I do think man, this ten to fifteen percent maybe budget range, or if you know. None of these running backs that we talked about at the very top are, are, are available. There are a lot of these guys, and I'll just be interested how you sort of view the pecking. Zay Jones is just getting all kinds of action for the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I've really liked how Trevor – He's got Roy the most receptions on the team through three weeks. Yeah, but he, I, you know, he's, he's still the number two but behind Christian Kirk. But I, I, I'm beginning to think that being the number two in that offense might not be that bad. <laughs> number two, I mean, he's the, arguably the possession receiver. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Kirk gets um, a deep ball, but and they and they also manufacture touches for him. I mean, we we forget they went out and they spent big on Zay Jones. You know how you much know? I loved Zay Jones coming out of the Senior Bowl. Yeah, but then he took his pants off in the hotel. <laughs> once once he took his pants off, we were hands off. <laughs> hands off. Yeah. What did he do? He took his pants off and jumped through a window. <laughs> Something like that. What was he? Th- wh- why? Why did he do that? I don't know. When I when I interviewed him, he seemed like a good kid, though. I uh, yeah. I mean, I like I, Zay Jones, and oh, he's got that like NFL pre- pedigree. I, oh, dude, I, I think Zay. I, I think Zay is fine. Um, I, you know, there's these other guys, but but here's the thing. There's also Romeo Dobbs to talk about. Do you feel like he you know, talk about a, you know talk about two tale of two senior bowls? Romeo Dobbs was terrible at this year's senior bowl. He wasn't terrible. He had some good plays. He, he couldn't was get off Fred. in the with, with handling the press. Yeah, and I don't was. mean the press off the field. Well, he was terrible with that too. <laughs> If you'll remember, I've I have I've never and see his name's Romeo Dobbs. Have we, have we talked about that here on the here on the podcast? Yeah. About how he actually like 
he gave us the ID and he, and he, and he, and he said, Hey, this is Romeo dubs. And you're listening to roster watch. And then, but he, but then he tells everybody later that his name, like that his real name's is Dobbs. Like well, what? <laughs> He's like, I just didn't want to tell anybody before. I just, you know, I, I didn't want to be a distraction or you know, like, it's just like, it's a weird thing. Um, it's, but anyway, so, I mean, Romeo Dobbs, Clearly, I, I mean, there's going to be something going on here for him. Alan Lazard, so much, so much talk coming into the season. It's like, well, who else is Aaron Rodgers going to throw to? Like, to like we, Alan Lazard, we we know he sucks, but who else is he going to throw to? He's got the chemistry with Rodgers, and like, Alan Lazard's been hurt. That's been a whole big kaput, dude. I mean, they the announcers who were in the production meetings all week this week for that Tampa Bay game said, like, dude, we're going to see a lot of Romeo Dobbs this week. You know, that's all the coaches have been saying. We're going to give him his opportunities. And Aaron Rodgers is saying that he's a guy who can do things that, you know, only some of the top wide receivers that he's had to work with have been able to do. So as we always, as we mentioned earlier, you know, as we get new information, we certainly assimilate it. Romeo Dobbs should, should be picked up right now um, for sure. But I just, to me, it's like, how do you stack him up against a guy like Trey, Traylon Burks, who this last week, you know, not as, you know, didn't see quite as much from him to inspire as much confidence. I mean, only only the two targets for two receptions and 21 yards, but he is playing 70% of snaps. Uh, if you Wide look at – Wide receiver is only as good as his quarterback. Right. But, I mean, it, he, he, he did lead the team in targets the week before. Robert Woods, to me, looks washed. Do you – do you? Woods, mean, had a, Woods had a great game this week. This Woods, dude, Woods looks washed to me. He looks washed. He looks he, he looks old. I, I understand it was a you know what 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 was it this week? Four catches, four catch. I mean, with four catches. Like, did he did he score? I just like what did he have? Oh, I mean, all, all right. So he had four catches for eighty five. So four eighty five. Better, better, better than I remember. Better than I remember. Nine targets. But but like you said, what did you say? A wide receiver's what? Only as good as his quarterback. How soon do we see Malik Willis? Hopefully not too long. Hopefully sooner than later. He's a he's a guy that he's a guy that we should he's a guy that we should be looking to looking to pick up in deeper deeper leagues, yeah. certainly than two quarterback leagues. Um, Swavy JP's asking, are we answering trade questions? Yeah, I mean, if you have trade questions, put them in. Uh, Michael Weiss saying we got to pick up Trash Man's guy Josh Reynolds. Dude, <laughs> these are longtime listeners. If they know your guy Josh Reynolds, he's in, uh, he's in the waiver wire cheat sheet. Yeah, he sure is, and you, which you can go check out, of course, over at rosterwatch.com. I think that you know those are the you know you you wanted to have Kadarius Tony up super high, and I feel like that's probably having to do with the Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard's gone; he's done. Yeah, I mean, I I, I, and I don't think many in the industry are 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 on this in the same way. I did look. I'm like, is he even available? Like, he's he is he's he's only owned in like 41 percent of Yahoo leagues. So I mean, he's out there in some leagues. Uh, it's just he's been disappointing because every week it's like, I mean, it's, it's like something new. He gets dinged up again, or he's like he's in some kind of doghouse or anything like that. I mean, but, who's going to be the guy? Is it Richie James then? What about Wandale? Wandale's not healthy. Yeah, but I mean, he'll 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 be back at some point. Yeah, I noticed I mean, you didn't put him on the sheet. It's just because we don't know when he's when he's coming back. It doesn't feel right to be doesn't feel right to be. Uh, Picking him up right now. He's actually one of the guys that was asked about whether you can drop him for some of these other players. I said yes, 
I said yes for now, but that's outside something of that, dynasty leagues. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that we can probably keep an eye on. Um, and then I guess the only other ones to discuss, I couldn't believe it that Ty, Tyler Boyd and Jacoby Myers are available and basically right at the precipice of, of the, of this, both those guys feel a little bit safer to me than picking up maybe a, a, a Romeo Dobbs or a, Traylon Burks, maybe even a Zay Jones. I think out of all these guys, I kind of like Zay Jones the best. I can't as, as weird as it is to say, but um, I know that that's not quite how you have it. You have it stacked up just because you're always going to kind of well, too, stack upside. I mean, I've started to. I mean, I consider how much you're going to need to pay up for these guys, and I don't feel like Jones is somebody you're going to have to pay up a lot for. All right, so Swaby JP is asking if I don't see myself starting Cortland Sutton or T Higgins for this foreseeable future. <laughs> For, is it too early to trade one for DeAndre Hopkins for wide receiver one upside later in the season? Uh, look, I mean, if you don't, if I had either of those guys, I would see myself playing the most most weeks, right? I like I like I like both Cortland Sutton and T Higgins, especially Higgins for me. But um, yeah, I'd be interested. Michael Wise asking, I'd, I'd be and thank you guys for kind of talking this out with each with each other in um, in in the comments section. Uh, Brandon Cooks, Jonathan Wu, I'll go ahead and add him to the list here for the very end. Uh, Michael Wise saying, who else would you be starting over Sutton and Higgins otherwise? And that's kind of my question. It's like if you don't foresee yourself starting, does that – I mean, what, you, get, you got like Jamar Chase and A.J. AJ Brown or something? Like who are your other guys? Um, he has Michael Pittman and Amon Ra as well, and his running backs are stacked, he says. Yeah, look. I mean, if you have, if those are your two starters, and this is the way that you feel, I think I think you probably could. I'd probably probably trade Sutton away. Over. I mean, Higgins. although Pittman's had a slow start to the season. Not 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 in week one, not in week one, but yeah, certainly this last. What what did, what did Pittman end up with versus KC? It was. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't bad, um, but it wasn't good how many targets i mean he, he had it was good he had he had eight eight catches for 72 on 94 percent of snaps so um about that's that's that's, that's maybe cool. i had him in a half point ppr league there you go um so yeah so that's where we would go there um any of these other guys i mean do you have any thought uh, you had you had russell gage a lot higher than i would ever have him i just i mean i know he had the big game this last week but dude mike evans is coming back this week God, when we'll be back soon enough. Like it's going to be curtains for this idiot, Russell Gage. We can't. I don't can't. think it'll be curtains. I mean, at, I mean, at, at worst this week he's going to be the number two. Bob Watson's asking if he can move Zeke with Dak now coming back soon. Well, dude, like if you can move Zeke for if you can sell high on him after scoring a touchdown last night and everything like that, I would certainly explore options to sell high on 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 Zeke Elliott. Um, that offensive line just doesn't really look as good, you know, and Pollard's going to get more and more involved. I actually tweeted about it last night. I'm getting to worry about Pollard and dynasty that Jerry Jones might say like, look, let, let's just give Tony some money and let's just bring him back to play the same damn role he's played this whole time behind Zeke. <laughs> like all of our dynasty dreams for Tony Pollard getting to go to like, you know, Baltimore or the 49ers or something. Just go. I mean, but how long there. do you think Zeke's going to be around in Dallas? I mean, uh, I, I would have to look at his contract, but I, I, th- I, think, it, I, I think he's up after this season, right? No, let me look at that. So let's go. So spot track uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Let's just see when his out years are because well, and here's the thing. What, I mean, what's Tony Pollard going to command on the command on the open market? 
So he's signed, dude. Zeke is signed through. No, he's not out after this year. They have a potential out in 2023 if they want to eat 11 million in dead cap. But he signed through the 2020. I mean, he signed a six-year, 90 million dollar deal with the Dallas Cowboys. That where he's not going to get out of there until, and that was in that was in. I feel like I read something this preseason about him. Maybe it was just the option to get yeah, out. Of the it's a potential out in 2023 where he's going to represent a 16.7 million dollar cap. Jesus Christ, a 16.7 million dollar cap hit with 11.8 guaranteed. I think their earliest out for him would be 2024, where he's a 14.3 million dollar draft hit cap hit at age 29 where only $6 million of that is dead. He's going to be around for at least another year. So, yeah, I, I mean, he, or at least 2022, 2023, they're not going to be able to get – they're not going to eat 11 million bucks to get rid of Zeke. They love Zeke. They love Zeke. They say he's, a, they say he's, the, he's the straw that stirs the drink. You've heard Stephen Jones. Um, Okay, so anyway, you can go to the waiver. I teach you look at the rest of these guys. I was interested to kind of see. I'd put George Pickens on here, trash man. I'm surprised you didn't have George Pickens. He should be at the top of the heap about of, of, of these kind of scrub players at the very bottom, right? I just I, what if what if with, dude, with what if, Trubisky? I know, but it's, but it's got to be Kenny Pickett coming in soon. It's got to be right. But you just don't like Pickett, even do you? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I like him more for um, Pickens than. Than I do Trubisky, but you know, I don't, I don't love him. Yeah, a bunch of these guys, kind of just budget guys at the very bottom of the cheat sheet this week. Um, as far as tight end, why don't you go over some of those guys, Trash Man? I'll look in the chat to see if there's any of these guys people have talked about. Looks like some people are talking about guys who they want to drop. And we also I mean, actually let me, again, wait, wait, wait. Let me just I, I, we, we 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 did have one question I didn't get to that that was a good one. So this was Francisco Deonda. He's saying Daryl Daryl Henderson, Damian Pierce, Brees Hall, or Khalil Herbert for rest of season in order. So that for me goes Damian Pierce, Brees Hall, Khalil Herbert, Daryl Henderson. I I don't I don't I don't believe I do not believe Hall. I guess I think there's an argument for putting for putting Henderson over Herbert. I think there's an I don't think there's an argument for putting Herbert over Hall. No, I think Hall. I mean, I think Herbert's shown himself to be a better running back. I don't know he's going to get the opportunities that Hall is. Uh, he, he, well, dude, Hall's not even getting that many opportunities. Dude, this whole thing with Ty Johnson have, ro- rotating in, this is a third. This is like who 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 invited Ty Johnson to this party? I mean, what the hell is going on here? I thought this was a twosome. You got you got some third wheel showing up here. This is like this is a this guy's a this guy's a. I mean, kind of third wheel that shows up for your shows up for your big date night and ruins everything. I hate it. Yeah, I just I don't know. I just I like Herbert more than both of those guys. Okay. Um, so all right, talk about tight ends then. Uh, it, it, before let's answer this question. Um, we have Swavy JP asking, how much should we p- be panic on pan- panicking on Dalvin Cook? Well, Swavy, that's completely up to you and how much you like to panic that and it's all completely up to you <laughs> if, if, if you're the type that I, I used to i used to play play music right and my singer in this band i was in would would be like hey hey guys i'm i'm just gonna go up to the hotel room and just go stress for a while and we'd be i'd, I'd be like what kind of attitude is that you're gonna you're gonna go up to the hotel room and 
you're, you're making plans to go stress yourself out. I don't get it. Like <laughs> that's your choice, dude. Like, what are you going to, yeah. I mean, you can choose to panic. You can choose to, you can choose to, you know, what, 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 what is in the office? Um, was it, uh, what is it? Ryan, the temp says he learned in business school, adapt, react, readapt, act. That's what you gotta do, man. Adapt, react, readapt, act. Right. Look for opportunities with Dalvin cook. The good news is he's, the good news is he's, he's, he's going to play. Maybe if he plays and Alexander Madison doesn't bite into it and you're still panicky about him, try to sell him off to people who will still buy into the name brand. I'm the kind of guy who would buy in on, on Dalvin cook right now, obviously. Um, all right. Tight ends. I'm sorry, trash man. I've thrown it to, and now I'm gonna and and you're start talking about tight ends, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna cut you off and and, and interrupt for the third straight time, right? It's <laughs> old hat. Um, Tyler Conklin, as usual, is my top tight end waiver pick. I mean, I think he's number three on the season right now, um, at least as far as targets go for tight ends. Um, I, I just really think there isn't a better waiver pickup at tight end right now in fantasy football. Does the Zach Wilson stuff, if he comes in, does that bo- does that that's bother you? That's the one thing. That's the one aspect of the situation that I'm 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 a little bit you know tentative about is I don't know if Zach Wilson's going to have the same affinity for Conklin that um, Flacco has shown. But I mean, he's he's a gamer. I mean, I I feel like I feel like he's he. I feel like you're not gonna have to pay up for him. He doesn't have to be a top waiver priority. Um, but I think he's gonna be an easy streamer every week. You, I mean, I think that I think he's going to. I think he's gonna be not that easy to get on waivers this week. I think he was easy think to get so? last. Well, I mean, he, he was been, easy to get last week. I mean, you you could have got him off a of free agency last week, right? Yeah, I'm just I'm not sure this week he's going to be quite as easy to get. I just don't um, think people are paying attention to him. I don't think the people are paying attention to the Jets. OK, looks like we're getting some questions, getting some questions in here for people to drop and stuff. You have any quarterbacks you want to talk about? And then I mean, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he looks like he's really turned a corner this season. He's improved every game so far this season. Um, statistically speaking, he's got good weapons. He looks like he's got a, um, you know, a better sense of control and understanding of the of the game this season. I, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot as somebody you can pick up in most leagues. I mean, okay. he's my top waiver quarterback pick this week. Um, and I still like Marcus Mariota. Just you know. I love quarterbacks. I love running backs who throw touchdowns. And Mariota's proven to have a pretty solid floor there. Yeah, yeah. He is. He's. He's not. Uh, he's not. He's not gonna. He's. He's not gonna win you weeks single handedly. But in a pinch, he can get you by. He certainly also. Wins hey, with through. Russell Wilson ruining at least one of my leagues. Uh, he's. talk about. I mean, talk about. Dude, what about Kyler Murray ruining leagues? This is like this hurts, dude. It hurts having Kyler going for these eight point games and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so Rudy Mazaka asks, "Is it time to sell Ceh and buy Camara?" Here's the thing: I, I, I would. I'm actively looking to sell Ceh. If I could get Alvin Camara out of that deal on on the low, I would do it just because that, that, that's why plenty 
play fantasy football. I want to stack upside and I'm worried about CEHs. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm worried about the running back usage there. I'm worried about how the, I'm worried about that. I, I, I don't have the expected points model pulled up yet for this week, but I guarantee you he's top five and expected points to di- differential. He's just one of these guys that's way outscoring what he, what he should be fantasy wise. I think James Robinson's probably one of those guys as well. Um, Okay, uh, we got one more here. Trade DeAndre Hopkins for Christian Kirk. I don't have an immediate need. I just love Kirk. I like Kirk to be better than Nuke when he returns. Am I cr- am I crazy? I don't. I mean, I don't think you're crazy. I think Kirk has looked good. We, like we said, we're bullish on Jacksonville at this point. I think for rest of season, I would still keep. I would still keep Deon, Deon, DeAndre Hopkins just because I. You know, we we've now gotten to week three, and. Um, yeah, I, I think what Johnny Dimes is saying is is right. Kyler needs Nuke back. I, I think that I think that having a guy like DeAndre Hopkins there in that you offense, Greg George isn't cutting it for you. He's right. I think having DeAndre Hopkins in that offense changes the nature of the all, the offense entirely, which is like a would, is a self fulfilling prophecy for Nuke yeah. for sure. Even even though DeAndre Hopkins has me blocked on Twitter, can you believe this? Somebody <laughs> like retweeted one of his tweets with a quote tweet or something. It says like it says like you can't view this tweet because like the users blocked you. I'm like blocked me i'm like what have i ever done to anybody on twitter i click on it, it, it it's it's deandre hopkins oh wow <laughs> blocked? it's a little badge of honor i wonder if he I, I wonder if he did it i wonder if he did it on accident cody carpentier our good friend did a little research for me on this and he thinks it had to do with a tweet i tweet i sent back in 2015 about the potty party he threw at the combine um Anyway, all right. Uh, okay, so here, here, here we go. Thanks to everybody for watching today. Again, the trade cast starting this week. Hopefully, Byron No is evacuating from Florida right now. So if he can't get it out, um, I was wondering about that. Where's he headed? I don't. I don't know. Probably somewhere cool. <laughs> you know, Byron. Um, but- uh, Michael, by, real quick, Michael, by, with Russ. I mean, I, Russ hasn't looked the same since his injury last season. Um. Play calling, you know, yeah, that, that's an issue for sure, but he hasn't looked the same. Um, okay, um, here we go, Trash Man. Can you drop these players? Can you drop them for any of these guys on the waiver wire cheat sheet? And then just another reminder, too, again, I didn't finish. Byron's evacuating. We don't know if the trade cast will happen this week to start, uh, and it'll go until your trade deadlines end, but uh, it'll at least be starting next week. Hopefully, this week, you're going to get a full just the full rundown of all the trade targets, all the buy targets, all the sell targets at every position from Byron, who is an absolute game theory expert and a a trading master. And um, you're going to get it here on this podcast feed. But what we need from you on Apple podcasts is more ratings and reviews, because that's just what they're telling us. I hate to chill for them, but it's like, it's just what we're being told. We need more ratings and reviews on Apple podcasts for some reason. Um, it helps with getting the show out. They say we don't have enough. So if you guys, especially for the, for the number of listeners that we have, it's like it, it, it like if everybody who listened to the show left a review, we would have literally like they were saying, if everybody who listened to the show left a review, we would have literally like uh, like I think it was like fifty five times more re- reviews than we do right now. So if you guys could please do that, we would certainly appreciate it. Um, okay, Trash Man, can you can can you get rid of? Wandale Robinson for one in, in, in any of these guys. Of um, outside can. of dynasty leagues, yeah. Of course you can. Sky Moore, who was just miserable. Did you see the muff punt? Yeah. Well, <sighs> and they said they were going to get him more touches. 
But yeah, you can get. I mean, you can get rid of Sky Moore. Another chief. I, what an, an, another chief? Isaiah Pacheco. I'm holding out for Pacheco and outside. You know, in you um, would drop him for Herbert. Yeah. Madison, any of these guys, if you had to, but yeah. not for these bottom of the barrel dudes. Okay. Robbie Anderson, who had the big week one, but he's been an absolute, just a. a I think it's, it could be somebody different every week on that offense. I can't believe somebody's asking this. Somebody asks about Brandon Cooks. They're just pissed about last week. I guess so. No, you can't. You can't drop Brandon Absolutely Cooks. Absolutely not. Or you, you can just. I wish we could do like cross cross league trades. Just yeah, I'll, I'll just do like trade, good just like trade with a mean and from your league. We'll send somebody else back to. You. Um, okay, so Cooks, we're not dropping him. Alec Pierce, who, who, who doesn't look he, as good as Ashton Doolin, I mean, but he he he, he, he had did his get best a little game bit this right. past week. That offense is just so. I just know what's going on with that offense right now. I just why does the offensive line look so bad? They're such good. Yeah, players. the offensive line looks terrible. How? I don't know, but yeah, I mean, you can Alec Pierce. He doesn't matter to me right now in, in fantasy football. I would. I'd be fine dropping him. How about a, how about a, another Colt, Naheem Hines, who's done jack no. after don't don't drop him. I, I wouldn't. He hasn't done anything, trash man. I mean, he's he's getting targets. Is he? What has he gotten? Naeem Mines? Is he is he getting targets? I mean, I've just I, I mean, it's my job to look at this stuff. I just he doesn't show up with, with, with a good target share on our ranking sheet. He's he hasn't done anything in, on the on the fantasy scoring side. It's like, what has he done? Am I crazy here? He's gotten you what has he gotten you? He's gotten you an eight pointer and a couple of five he's got, pointers. He's, you know, he's got what he's got 17 targets through three weeks. I guess that's probably, yeah. I mean, dude, he's on the precipice of being droppable, and I would drop Naheem Hines for any of the top three running backs that we that we've discussed today. Um, how do we? Let's see here. Let's block that user right there. Okay. Um, MVS. Who, how do we? What do we do with Michael Mar, Marquez Valdez Scantling? Um. He's droppable. I mean, just that Kansas City uh, offense. There's too much, too much. Uh, week to week, New, yeah. I feel the same way. Here's uh, no. Somebody asked Noah Brown. I'm like, yeah, oh yes. I love Noah Brown. With Michael like, Gallup coming back, you still like Noah Brown? I mean, he's that whole well, thing is a, that third, whole thing is a Cooper the Rush receiver. Then that whole thing is a Cooper Rush Noah Brown connection. Dak Prescott doesn't give a shit about Noah fucking Brown. When's that coming back? If it was up to Jerry, he'd have been back two two weeks ago playing on some kind of cast. I don't know. But they said like what six to eight weeks initially, right? Yes, but well, they I think they were saying four. They were saying four to six, and then Jerry keeps acting like it's more like four. Of course. I mean, I think there's a vacuum at third receiver there in Dallas. I mean, okay, so Trash Man's look. I I would get rid of him for I would I would get rid of Noah Brown for Romeo Dobbs, Traylon Burks, any like any of those guys in the split damn sec. Zay Jones, Tyler Boyd. I get rid of him for Gallup and wait on Gallup. I get rid of him for if those are Jacoby. Myers I, I get rid of him for that first for that first tier. The first tier on the cheat sheet. On okay. the cheat sheet. Kenny Walker. Um, yeah, I mean, like DJ Dallas is playing ahead of him. 
Don't drop Kenny Walker. Don't don't drop Kenny Walker. It's going to be a mistake that you're going to hate yourself for for a long time. Don't do it. I mean, they seem to like Penny right now. Don't 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 do it. What about Tyler Algier? I I thought he was coming up. Then Cordell Patterson gets another you know what twenty something touch game. I'm indifferent about Algier right now. He's fine to drop. Here he is, trash man, the, the toughest one. We we knew we were gonna get it this week if it didn't happen for him this week. Coming off a let's see what he's coming off here. Coming off a week three where he saw six targets on 94% of snaps as the number one wide receiver for his team. Darnell Mooney, huh? No. You can't drop him? You got to uh, – that's too much value. You try to trade him. To, to who? It doesn't matter. To, who's going to go – who's going around buying Darnell Mooney right now? I would now? buy him. I would buy Lawn him if, if, if it paired up with somebody else. I would, I would you know, I, I would take that chance. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.